Welcome to Archie and Me, an Archie Comics podcast. I'm Brandon. And I'm Josh. And today we're here at Pops reviewing this year's Archie Halloween Spectacular One-Shot, the official comic book of Halloween. (laughs) I should mention that we are recording this on October 1st, so we've officially transitioned into spook mode. We're ready. The stories in this one-shot are Trick and Treat and Monster Mashup by Tom DeFalco, Stephen Butler, Jim Amash, Glenn Whitmore, and Jack Morelli. Betty and Veronica in Cemetery Situation by Francis Bonnet, Rex Lindsay, and Glenn Whitmore. And lastly, we've got Archie and Man's Best Fiend by Frank Doyle, Harry Lucy, and Marty Epp. And we've got Sabrina the Teenage Witch in Frightful Face-Off by Tanya Del Rio, Bill Galvin, Ben Galvin, Glenn Whitmore, and good old reliable Jack Morelli. Do you think they call him Old Reliable? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a nickname you want? Old Reliable. I want to make that meme uh, where it's, you know, it's the screenshot from SpongeBob SquarePants where he's holding a, a box that says Old Reliable and then he opens it up. But I just want to superimpose <laughs> the name Jack Morelli. Jack Morelli, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have to start off talking about the cover. Love so good. this cover. The concept for it was by Vincent Lavallo, but it was executed by Dan Parent. And we just get such a classic. It just made me ready for Halloween looking at this thing. <laughs> we get Kevin as Freddy Krueger. And he's, <laughs> I like how he's got the claw kind of out. <laughs> we got Veronica as the devil. We got Archie. What would you say? He's a vampire skeleton. Yeah, he's, got, he's got one of those skeleton onesie things on, but he's also rocking a cloak. Yeah, let's talk about uh, his, his uh, Halloween pail. Uh-huh. His pumpkin pill. That is big. That's a big That's a giant. He's got a lot of candy in there. Oh, yeah. Like that. He is prepared. <laughs> then we got Betty in the background as seems like the Grim Reaper. Uh-huh. And this is what I have to talk about. Uh-huh. This is Werewolf Jughead. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Is that going to be your costume this year? I would love to do it. Yeah. I, would lo- I already got that beard kind of that he has. <laughs> uh, and he's eating a burger. And I'm sure he's got a shake. This is a great outfit. I, I would do it. You could pull it off. Yeah, I'm with you on this. I uh, Well, first of all, Archie just does holidays so well. And uh, I feel like fall and winter is really their time to shine when it comes to holiday specials. So as soon... Yeah, that they, Flag Day special never went woo! anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know if they've had a Flag that Day. That infamous Flag Day special. <laughs> uh, so page page one, panel one, I, uh, I I immediately felt just so much comfort food. Of just Archie telling some new Halloween stories. There'll be some spoilers for this issue, so you should go to your local comic book store. You can order from Archie Comics. You could subscribe mm-hmm. to get these things. It's easy to check out. You should check it out. Support a local business or Archie Comics. Yeah. And I just want to say, before we jump into the stories, a big thank you to Archie Comics for this review copy. We have to talk about is the return of Trick and Treat. Yes. Which uh, debuted, I think, in last year's Halloween Spectacular issue. And they've had some different stories in between. Um, but they are... 
I don't know. When I, I just think of like uh, Batmite. The tricksters, yeah. Yeah, they're like little, or, um, you know, the one, Superman's version of Batmite, who's uh, a name I won't even try to pronounce. <laughs> yes, M- yeah. M- Mixel Pixel, whatever. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does they remind me of those kind of characters? Uh, little, little uh, trickster. Mischievous. Uh, mischievous, uh, magical. They've got some weird powers, maybe. And it seems like they read Archie Comics. Yeah, well, just like uh, with Batmite, and uh, they're very meta, too. Yes. Uh, this, this story opens with them reading vintage Archie Halloween comics, which I love. We open up and there's some sort of, um, they're having a Halloween spectacular at the Igor Estate. In the backgrounds, and just the environment setting from Stephen Butler, who does the pencils, is great. I, I just love the, there's a lot of portraits in this. I don't know if you know, there's a lot of panels with just like really grumpy looking men. In the, I the, love it. The portraits. I mean, it's very Scooby-Doo, which, you know, you'll, you'll probably hear me say that over and over again over the next month. Uh, but I love that aesthetic. The haunted house, the portraits, the creepy creatures. I feel like the main people who are being affected in the story are Archie and Jughead. And I just love when they team them up together to like, be put in a situation. Mm-hmm. And they keep running into all these kind of classic sort of monsters. Mm-hmm. We have... One of my favorites is the Dracula with the fork and the knife. <laughs> he's just looking for a bite. Yeah, he's just ready for dinner. I mean, but yeah, he's going to bite them and then just <laughs> put a napkin in his shirt. His shirt is pretty much already a napkin, to be honest. That's true. Uh, my favorite was the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon wearing a... Uh, the Gill Man. The Gil- is that what he's called? Wow. I've never seen that original movie. Is that, uh, you know... Yeah. The Creature. The creature. They kind. Of, I think they refer to him as creature, and then maybe it's. I don't know if it's officially or unofficially. People started calling him the Gilman. Gilman, gotcha. So you know, I uh, I've only seen like two of the Universal monster movies, maybe three. Uh, the Tom part- Cruise, the, the Mummy <laughs> reboot, MonsterVerse. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I've seen Dracula. I've seen Frankenstein. Um, and okay, just two. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen more though. You're a big fan of those. I haven't seen them all, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't purport myself to be a fan. But I am interested. I was always interested in monsters. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love the Gill Man, like you were saying. Yeah, he's he's got a towel. He's he's got a floaty around his waist. He's got like flippers on. He's got flippers. sand flippers. like uh, sandals that you'd wear, you know, in the water. And I love that they're even cut off by the panel layout, but it's like still <laughs> an important detail. And he's asking Archie and Jug uh, if if there's an indoor pool. <laughs> I love it. And I don't, you know, I don't, I don't even know if I necessarily want to say the big reveal of what's going on with this, but I love that Sabrina kind of helps save the day, even though Archie and Jughead, she always has to do things in secret because, you know, she, mm-hmm. she doesn't want people to know she's magical. She's just an ordinary teenage girl. <laughs> Such a fun story. I love getting to see Trick and Treat again, and I'm excited to see what they're up to, you know, the next time we run into them. One little detail I liked about this one, too, is, um, you know, I love Sabrina's modern design, but I also love when modern artists sort of uh, use her vintage design. Yes. And Stephen Butler is definitely, like, drawing her vintage kind of 60s style, which is awesome. The next story we get is Betty and Veronica in Cemetery Situation. And first off, first page, they're making a mistake. They're going to take a shortcut through a cemetery. (laughs) Classic, though. Classic. Well, a shortcut through a cemetery to a haunted house. 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you're already planning on going to what you know is a haunted house, a cemetery, you're like, all right, you know, I'm already taking chances tonight. <laughs> and we get shrill in this uh, story, which we've read a little bit with her in it before. That thirst trap story. Thirst trap. Uh, Casey Gilly, I think Liana Kangas story. Yep. Yeah, she's got a little bit of a different design here. It seems like a little more classic. I love her purple trench coat. I love her boots. Her boots, but she is uh, she's, uh, not just not phased by anything scary, but she likes it. She likes the scary. She's embracing the scary. Embracing the scary. I think we really have some fun Rex Lindsay art throughout where we get to run into all these graveyard creatures. And there's ghosts, bats, zombies. You get a little bit of everything. Pumpkins. Trash that fu- litter. <laughs> ah, the scariest thing of all, litter. <laughs> do you know that? I, you know, maybe I just don't know, but do you know who this Frankenstein person they're referring to? Is? I did no, no. I I've never heard of him before. So basically, you know, they they the group uh, dealing with all these monsters and everything thinks that perhaps they're pranks. So they immediately go to maybe it's Reggie, but they also say it could also be Frankenstein. And I was like, huh, who is Frankenstein? Who is Frankenstein? I'm looking at Archie Encyclopedia. Uh-huh. Frankenstein, full name, unknown. <gasps> Favorite subject, unknown. Pulling pranks on the students of Riverdale, especially Reggie. Oh, so Frankenstein is like the bigger fish. <laughs> yeah, we don't, He's the prankster don't know who we pranks know the prankster. Frankenstein is. Apparently, Frankenstein showed up in the Archie Valentine Spectacular. Oh, okay. We're yeah, we gotta we gotta do a little research. This is an Archie character we just don't know much about. Yeah. Next up, man's best fiend. Uh, we gotta talk about this opening page. I was gonna say opening page, opening panel. It's just a spooky graveyard, very eerie. I love the line art in this. And I'm not sure if who did the colors because it doesn't necessarily say, but the the Harry Lucy pencils and the inks and letters by Marty Epp. Oh, it's so fantastic. I love the owl uh, on the tree, you know, that yeah. spooky, the spooky uh, thin limb tree. And I love that we have Jughead and Archie, just their silhouettes. And you know, it's them. Well, that's like the the mark of a great character design, right? If you can recognize them from their silhouette. Yeah, see the nose and the crown, Brandon? Uh-huh. That is Jughead. <laughs> is that Reggie? No. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved the setup. Uh, yeah, what a for, premise for this for this comic. The premise is that um, a vampire has emerged from his coffin after a long sleep, and he decides to uh, spook out these couple of kids. But <laughs> but Jughead and Archie uh, are just completely unfazed. I think sometimes when they get together, they're even more oblivious than yes. when on their own. <laughs> and I love that sometimes it's a superpower for them that. Their unwillingness to see the bigger picture <laughs> yeah. helps them out because he's tr- the this vampire Dracula sort of creature. He's trying to like get them to realize he's scary on their mm-hmm. own because they're like we're looking for something scary. Is the premise of this? Yeah, he's like come to my castle. <laughs> I I just yeah I love that it's that they're unfazed not because they're brave but because they're just totally oblivious, and so like. They take a like the vampire wants them to take a picture, and they take a picture, and, he and then he doesn't show up in the film. And of course, Jughead and Archie are like, "Oh, it's supposed to be old film." Yeah. <laughs> and he like the vampire doesn't show up in the mirror, and Archie and Jughead are like, "Wow, this must be just made out of cheap glass." There's also a really good moment where the vampire's about to sneak up and scare them from behind, 
and they hear a noise from the stairs and they jump into the vampire's arms. <laughs> and it's just like a cat on some loose boards. So funny. And the vampire just gets tired of like trying to scare them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just gives up. And a great last pan, he says, I should have stayed in bed. <laughs> Back to his coffin. <laughs> so I, I, this is one of those great classic Archie stories where it's like, I'm satisfied reading this short story and you get a great beginning, great premise, middle and end. Yep. And I could be like, ah, I'm done. I can, you know, set this book down and come back to it later. Yeah, totally. And finally in the issue, we've got a Sabrina the Teenage Witch story where she uh, comes, well, it's called Face Off, so comes face to face with Amber Nightstone, who is a relatively new creation. I love Amber. Love, I love the character design. She's got that fiery hair. She also, I think, premiered last year in the pages of Archie Comics. Yes, I think this story is from a Betty and Veronica jumbo, like mm-hmm. World of Betty and Veronica jumbo comics digest, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. But the, the premise of this one basically is that Sabrina is still traumatized from her last fight with Amber Nightstone. Yeah, she's just like, sees her and everything, she see, wherever she goes. Yeah, she's very scared. Uh and she is attending a Halloween party with Betty and Veronica. And at this party, Amber's there. Sabrina's fears are realized. And we get another fight. We get classic Salem with the white face, the white Love paws, it. white ears. I'm about it. Do you think Sabrina, if she's trying to hide being a witch, is it too on the nose for her to dress up as a witch for <laughs> Halloween parties? No, it's the perfect... Uh, <laughs> it's the perfect... It's kind of like... Um, I don't know why I thought of this, but remember Grant Morrison's Batman run? Yeah. Where uh, he wrote in his run that Bruce Wayne uh, spends a lot of his time like on online message boards claiming that Bruce Wayne is Batman in order to discredit the idea. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this one, this one's a pretty short story, but it's fun. It's good. Like it's, uh, we get a good fight in there. I love the art. And I love Sabrina's... Pr- she always has to problem solve to like try to <laughs> explain away you know, the magic yeah. that's happening. And she, and that's, that's the kind of like, I feel like teenager, you know, you can imagine your teenage self, like you just want people to like see you in a certain way. And all she wants is just to be friends with Betty and Veronica in the story, right? Yep. She just wants to have friends and not feel other. Yep. And she has to do that through hiding her. (laughs) She's like, I actually know some magic (laughs) (laughs) tricks. All right, Brandon, we got to talk about these covers in the back. Ooh, I, I, I. I was waiting. I was waiting to talk about them. You didn't even want to talk about the stories. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Archie editorial has included in the back of this issue. Uh, let's see how many. Um, it's a lot. Like like some like seventeen, eighteen. I don't know something like that. Vintage Archie Halloween covers from yesteryear, and, and I so love cool. them. So cool. I've really been interested in old horror comics because I know that was such a big thing, especially like even before the comics code. Yeah. And stuff like that. Those old EC comics. And I need someone to like point me in the direction of like, what old horror comics should I read? Yes. Me too. Point me in the direction too. I would love, yeah. When somebody points you, then you point me. I'll point you. <laughs> oh, well, I know that like EC Comics does like some 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 collections, collections you know. Yeah. Um, but, but also just like there was a time where this aesthetic was pretty common. Like I would love to go and back and read some golden age Batman with I like that classic cover of the, yeah. the mansion. Um, just like some good old 
mid 20th century horror comics. I love this Archie Madhouse cover that's in the back where it's Jughead and Archie and they look like they're in like a science lab. Yeah. And Jughead is the looks like the werewolf version of himself that I was talking about on the cover of this. Love it. And I feel like we've run into Archie running bad experiments before where you're just like, <laughs> you shouldn't drink anything Archie has made, right? No, no, no. There's also another great Archie's Madhouse cover where Betty and Veronica are mermaids. And Archie is a, a centaur, I guess, where we have the body yeah, of a horse. I don't understand why he is a centaur. <laughs> I, You know, I don't know. But it's great. I love it. Someone send me that best of Archie Madhouse book, please. Mm. Well, here comes Pop with a check, and he's wearing an old-fashioned ghost costume. <gasps> or is he just a ghost? Ooh. Ooh. And we'll never know. I, sorry, I can't pay this check, Pop, because it's it's transparent. Translucent? <laughs> Which one is it? <laughs> Both. <laughs> it's transparent and translucent, and it's... Ghosts don't need money. Yeah. It's made up, yeah. They don't have an economy in Ghost World. No, no. It's a barter. <laughs> it's a barter system. You barter souls. Oh, oh no, we have to give Pop our soul. Ah! Oh, I, I, I feel like have we already given our souls to Archie? To Pop, at least. To Pop, yeah, yeah. Pop the baddie. <laughs> the hit single, Pop the baddie. <laughs> oh Is my Pop a baddie? I think we answered that. Yeah, yes. we did. We did. So it's the month of Halloween. It's October now, and Josh, I feel like there are two kinds of people. There's Hocus Pocus people, and there's Halloween Town people. And I want to know which one are you? I'm both. <gasps> both, baby. I didn't know it was possible. Yeah, I love them both. <laughs> I feel like because I have a sister who's a little younger than me, Yeah, I wasn't... I mean, you know, anyone can watch Halloween Town, adults or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like a little getting a little too old for Halloween Town, but yeah. I still loved Halloween stuff. So I was like, I'm into it, even though when maybe <laughs> I won't tell my friends at school I'm watching it. <laughs> but yeah, I love both because I have an older sister too. So I feel like Hocus Pocus came out at the perfect time for me. Mm-hmm. And Halloween Town came out when I was a little bit older. You're a Halloween Town boy, aren't you? Yeah, Halloween Town was, was, was right at the right age for me. Uh, so I'm definitely a Halloween Town boy. My wife is is a Hocus Pocus girl. Oh, so. well, she is older. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, but you know, somehow we make it work. <laughs> you have to watch both. <laughs> so Halloween Town. I mean, I, even, I wasn't even too old for it, really, to be honest. Halloween Town came out when I was ten. That's not too old to watch Halloween Town. No, it's a good age. But you are starting to get a little, you know. Yeah, yeah. A little older. <laughs> little. Oh, that's baby stuff. Uh, that's baby stuff. But I'm gonna watch it anyways. <laughs> I didn't really watch the sequels at the time, I think. Mm -hmm. Because there's three of them, right? Yeah, something like that. I feel like we talked about Halloween Town last year, too. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) That's okay. Let us, yeah, let us know where you fall. Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town or both. (laughs) Maybe we we might throw up a a poll or something. Yeah. Okay, so Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Mm -hmm. 2001. So I'm definitely getting a little too old. Middle school age. Yep. Halloween Town High, 2004, high school. Wasn't watching it. No. And then Return to Halloween Town, 2006. I was a senior. Wasn't going to see yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think the second one was when I was the last one I watched, like, as when it came out. Yeah, because I can't remember. I think maybe in the last one, it's not the same people. You know, it doesn't have Kimberly J. Brown. Right. So, that's who we want to see. Sorry, Return to Halloween Town people. <laughs> 
We're really looking forward to the month of October and the fun episodes we have coming up. Some we can't even talk about. Oh, it's so Ooh. exciting. Yeah, we'll be we'll be doing some uh, spooky reviews like uh, like this one, but also some maybe some spooky book clubs and some other spookiness. This month we have coming out Fear the Funhouse Toy Box of Terror. Oh. And Welcome to Riverdale, which is more kind of like a psychological thriller. Mm. Coming from Amy Chase and Liana Kangas. <gasps> Friends <laughs> well, of the pod. What was that reaction? <laughs> I've I feel heard like, that. I, feel, I know that. I've met them online. I know. Well, you know, they're just so great. Yeah. Uh, we need to have that on our soundboard, I think, officially. The, uh, the, the, the gasp. I think if I got a soundboard, Brandon would quit the podcast. Because it would just be <laughs> things he says or sounds he makes. Yeah, because they're so amazing. Y'all don't even know the sounds added out. I know. Well, I, the people need to hear, Josh. <laughs> okay. You're keeping you, it you, from them. You, y'all heard it. Brandon said he wants to hear it. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, it helps us out if you rate and review the podcast wherever you're listening to us. Follow us on the social media, uh, Archie and Me Pod or Archie and Me Podcast. Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you have any horror recommendations, comic-wise or even otherwise. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm no Betty or Veronica, not even Jughead. Don't you call me a Reggie. I'd rather be caught dead Just two friends who don't know who they want to be Let's see them figure it out